You're listening to Teach Me the Bible podcast, where we unpack the meaning of books, passages, and themes from Scripture. Join us each week as Dr. David Klingler walks us through God's Word and teaches the Bible. Each episode has a study guide available in the show notes. This is Teach Me the Bible podcast. Hello, everyone. My name is Tim Webb, and I'm here with David Klingler, Dr. David Klingler, (laughs) as we are walking through the story of God, and our desire is just to help people, the people of God, learn the Word of God and and grow in their faith in that. We want to encourage you as you're walking through this study, if you're interested in other books and, and diving into those, you can visit our website where we have daily devotionals. We have some, um, also some study guides the blog post, Q&A with David, and so just an opportunity to go deeper in learning the story of God and, and specifically diving into different books of the Bible. So David, today we are uh, going to be walking through Leviticus, the, correct? The, so, so this is how it always goes, right? Okay. So you're going to say, okay, I'm going to read through the Bible. Great. Well, um, you start at the beginning. So you, so you read Genesis, and you know, it's not bad. I mean, you, you yeah. kind of make it through there. In Exodus, you, you start uh, through Exodus, and and you know, for many of us, especially us older folks, we've we've you know, we've seen the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Ten Commandments, Yul Brenner, yes, and all that. And so, oh, this is familiar to us, you know. And then mm-hmm. you start getting to the end, and it's the tabernacle and building the tabernacle, and it starts to get really dry. And you're going, man, what? This is horrible. <laughs> uh, and and you flip forward to the next book. Does this get any better? And you go, nope, nope. <laughs> and you still more. <laughs> you <same>. punt, <laughs> and you go back to you know the Gospel of John or yeah. Ephesians or whatever yeah. it is. Let's go study Romans some more. You know, um, and, and and so the 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 book of Leviticus is uh, uh, is a book that we don't spend much time in. You mm-hmm. know, if, if you were to Kind of hold you if you if you read your Bible a lot or you study your Bible a lot. Usually, if you if you close your Bible and look kind of on the the edge of the of the pages, you know, yeah. there's that gold edge there. Where you some places that gold edge is still like brand, brand new, new. You know? and in some places it's worn <laughs> out. Man, there's uh, I'm just looking at my Bible and I, yeah. I do this every once in a while. I'll, I'll close it and I'll look and I'll say. Where am I not spending enough time? Mm-hmm. You know, where where am I majoring and where am I minoring and right. and do I need to balance? You that, don't you that don't have out? a lot of underlining or highlighting in Leviticus. You, either. Usually not in Leviticus. <laughs> and, right. uh, but one of the the things that we are doing with our Deuteronomy study, we've got mm-hmm. a Deuteronomy study that uh, uh, that we're working through. Uh, but uh, but the law mm-hmm. um, it reveals the character of God. It reveals the instruction to Israel. This is the rules they're supposed to. To follow as they go through the Old Testament, and mm-hmm. so uh, if you're watching a movie and you're fast forwarding through all of the parts that don't pertain to you mm-hmm. as the watcher of the movie, you're going, yeah, you know, you're watching CSI. You're going, eh, I don't, I'm not a detective. I don't care. Fast right. forward. I'm just looking for someone to say something that's catchy that I can remember, mm-hmm. right, and underline mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm frame on put on my wall, you know, yeah. <laughs> and, and that's kind of how we treat the Bible. But, but I, I point this out all the time. I, I started color coding my old Testament. Just, it just helps me see what I'm looking at. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, in the book of, uh, of Leviticus verse one, uh, it's a continuation of the story. That's the structure. Uh, and then it, uh, it's, you know, so the verse one says, then the, uh, the Lord called to Moses and he spoke to t- uh, him from the tent of meeting saying, quote, Right, mm-hmm. uh, there's no quote in quote, quotation marks in Hebrew, but but it conveys that uh, that the whole uh, 
uh, everything's changing. There's a speaker that's that's talking, and so uh, and the speaker is the Lord. Uh, and so this is the Lord being quoted. Speak to the sons of Israel and say to them. Uh, and so all of chapter one and all of chapter two and mm-hmm. all of chapter three and all of chapter four, you know, you get four one, it says, mm-hmm. uh, then the Lord spoke to Moses saying, and, and so it continues chapter four. Chapter, this is what the Lord is saying, mm-hmm. the direct instruction of the Lord. So you say, well, we believe the Bible is the word of God. Well, does the Bible directly quote the Lord? Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. When? And what are the longest quotations? Well, this is it. This is, this is right some here. of the longest mm-hmm. uh, quotation of the uh, of the, the Lord speaking is the book of Leviticus. Um, mm. But so why don't we um, read it? Well, uh, several reasons. Number one, um, we recognize almost immediately that that we're not offering burnt offerings. Mm-hmm. We're not offering, you know, uh, grain offerings or peace offerings and all that. So we say, well, it's really it doesn't relate to us, um, uh, and so or it doesn't apply to us, and so we skip it. But we also don't recognize how it ties in to what's already been said because, you know, sometimes the translations aren't uh, particularly helpful, and and when they're translating the same word in a different way, you don't see it. But but these burnt offerings in chapter 1, mm-hmm. this is what, uh, what Noah was offering back in chapter 8, uh, the a burnt offering to, to the Lord, and in chapter two you got these the the, the grain offering, and uh, and and that's what talking in Genesis, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. In well, in the chapter two of Leviticus, okay. you're but getting Noah in Genesis. yeah, in Genesis, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so Noah's sacrifice or offering in, in, in Genesis, and Abraham's uh, offering of a, the grain offering mm-hmm. to the travelers in chapter eighteen, and right. and so all through here, what uh, the story has informed. This book. So the reason why we're doing what we're doing, Moses says to Israel, quoting the Lord, is because our, the patriarchs did this by faith, or or because the, you will remember back. This is what happened in the story, and so mm-hmm. what's happening in the story is getting codified into the law, mm-hmm. uh, and there to do it. Israel is to continue to do by faith what their forefathers did by faith previously in the mm-hmm. story. Or, or, Which Paul's going to tie absolutely. in Romans. Yes, absolutely. Right, right, and so right. so this is all tying together. Right. And so uh, if we want to know what God is like, what he cares about, and if we want to understand the Old Testament story and the prophets and mm-hmm. what Jesus is doing in the mm-hmm. in the uh, the Gospels and uh, and you know how Jesus is interacting with the Pharisees, it's the law. Mm-hmm. Uh when when the um you know when the, the Pharisees who had believed uh, in the 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 gospel in in Acts chapter fifteen, but they still think that the Gentile needs to be circumcised and keep the law. They're getting this from the law, and right. so so uh, the antagonists in many of the books uh, that Paul's dealing with, for example, or or you know First John or <clears throat> Peter, uh, New Testament books, uh, the antagonist is a Jew. He's a law keeper, mm-hmm. and so if you want to understand what they're doing and what they're believing, you got to understand the law, right. and so. So the extent to which we understand, you know, Deuteronomy, Leviticus, those are books we skip, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? right? Are really central mm-hmm. to uh, understanding not only the story, so that you can evaluate how are they doing, um, but even some of our the stories that we know the best. Uh, you know, I think here David and Goliath, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if we flip over to, to Leviticus chapter twenty-six, uh, this is a, a, a key chapter. 
mm-hmm. Leviticus chapter 26. Uh, this is the, uh, the blessings and the curses chapter in Leviticus. Uh, you get the same thing in Deuteronomy chapter 28. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when we get here uh, in a couple of weeks, when we start to talk about the book of Deuteronomy, we're going to be talking about Deuteronomy chapter 28, Deuteronomy 30, Deuteronomy mm-hmm. 32. Mm-hmm. But Deuteronomy 30, uh, 28 is the blessings and curses chapter. Uh, and so Leviticus uh, 26 is blessings and curses to the to the first generation of Israel. There's a couple things to point out here that would help us understand the story. And even the, the uh, David and Goliath, this is uh, 26.6. Six. So this is when Israel's in the land, they'll be blessed. Uh, and the Lord says, I shall, shall grant peace in the land uh, so that you, will, uh, you may lie down with no one to make you tremble. And you will eliminate the harmful beast from the land and no sword shall pass through your land. But you shall chase your enemies and they will fall by the sword. Five of you will chase a hundred. A hundred of you will chase 10,000. Your enemies will fall by the sword. You say, well, what does that have to do with the David and Goliath story? Well, here's Goliath, Mm -hmm. the enemy, with his sword. Uh, The enemy's there. Israel's presented as all, you know, kind of, Shaking in fear in their Trimbling tents. Every day, yeah, yeah. To go out. They're in their tents. They, so they, they they aren't lying down in peace. Mm-hmm. The sword's there. The enemy's there in the land. And and so you know you're seeing this setting of of the David and Goliath story is in contrast to what's being shown here. Uh, and uh, you know, and then in the story, uh, Israel wanted a king. Uh, we want a king like the nations to fight our battles mm-hmm. for us. And they saw all. They asked for a king and. God gives them what they asked for, gives them Saul. And, mm-hmm. uh, and so there's Goliath over there. They're trembling. The sword's in the land. Uh, they're not lying down with, without fear. They're lying down in fear. Uh, and, uh, and this uh, Goliath says, choose one man from among yourself. You know, and everybody turns over and says, hey, Saul, you're up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is, right. you're this is why you're chosen. Yeah, this is why right? we asked for we you. We wanted a king <laughs> like the nations to fight right. our battles. This is your day. And, right. and Saul says, I ain't going out there. Didn't you read last chapter? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we know the, the story. <laughs> the Lord has, re- has removed his anointing from me. I ain't going out there. Right. 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 Uh, and so here's David. And so David walks up. The Lord's anointed. says, I'll go out there and fight him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Saul says, why would I let you, a youth, Go out there and fight him. Uh, you know he's been a warrior since his youth. You're a mere youth. Mm-hmm. And David says, "I've killed the lion and the bear. Mm-hmm. I have eliminated the harmful beast right. from the land. Little boys don't kill lions and bears. That's right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I have because I have lived Leviticus twenty six six. I have mm-hmm. have seen the uh, the harmful beast being eliminated from the land. And so Saul says, "Well, here's my sword. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, then you're going to need a sword." If we're start, if we're quoting scripture mm-hmm. here, your enemy will fall by the sword. Uh, Such a cool story. <laughs> David says uh, he's got a sword. I'll use his. Yeah. Right? You know, yeah. it's just that's kind of you can you can hear the I have two guns, one for each other. Yeah, right? one it's, for the it's, both. It's, of you. it's the Doc. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, Doc uh, Holiday. He he has his yeah. own sword. I'll yeah. use his. He goes out there. You know the story. He chooses the five stones. He he slings the stone. It strikes the serpent. Uh, the, the 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 representative of Satan on the head, he crushes the head, mm-hmm. and then he kills him with the sword. And then the small numbers chase large numbers, and and, and this is how the storyteller is telling you: mm-hmm. David's on the right side. Yeah, 
uh, and and the anointed one is bringing the blessing. And you go, man, this is just <laughs> see. So you say, well, well, you know, the the, the story becomes in full living color mm-hmm. because uh, because the storyteller assumes that you, as the reader, Israel, and yeah. uh, and any re- you you would know you'd know the law, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and uh, and and so you'll see this. If you don't know Leviticus, if you don't know Exodus, if you don't know Numbers and Deuteronomy, the law, mm-hmm. then you really can't interpret anything after. Let me give you another example. Okay. This is in mm-hmm. the second half of chapter 26. Mm-hmm. So 1 through 13, if you're obedient, I will bless you. If you're disobedient, uh, then I will curse you. And this is 14 all the mm-hmm. way down through 46. And and um, and so the Lord is going to judge them with you know, with various kinds of uh, judgments. Uh, he's going to bring the enemies against them, war, famine, death. Dist- and all of this was was written, um, uh, was uh, was brought upon them uh, to, uh, do you see it's in chapter 26, verse 18. It says, and after these things, you do not obey me. Then I will punish you seven times more mm-hmm. for your sins. Uh, it's a really interesting word there. Uh, it's uh, it's punish. It's chastise. It's uh, it's translated kind of all over the place, uh, but uh, but our word here uh, is the 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 word. It's it, it it when it's translated into Greek. Let's do it this way. When it's translated into Greek, it, it's from this root word that we get you know young child from okay. little child right, and so the verb is to uh, to train up a child hmm. right to discipline a child. Uh, you ought to be thinking Hebrews, the, the father uh, disciplines, disciplines those he loves. And, mm-hmm. uh, and so all of this, uh, you know, we think punishment or judgment. No, this is, this is discipline for training up a child, uh, ch- training up sons. Sons I have reared, mm-hmm. but they've rebelled against me. And so, uh, and so the, just as, uh, as the Lord disciplines Israel, he uh, punishes. Well, that kind of conjures up the wrong, you know, he's, mm-hmm. he's, this is part of their discipline and training, right? Mm-hmm. You do this, you're going to get this, so that the Lord is disciplining. He's training you as a child mm-hmm. because He loves you, right? right. And and so if you do repent. this and you don't respond to the to the discipline, mm-hmm. then uh, He will discipline you, uh, punish you uh, sevenfold for your sins. Right, sevenfold mm-hmm. for your sins, and mm-hmm. and this is going to repeat it, be repeated. This sevenfold judgment all through your, all through this section, chapter uh, twenty, uh, twenty-six, verse twenty-four. Uh, then I will act with hostility against you, um, and even I will uh, will strike you sevenfold for your sins. Uh, again, that's um, verse twenty-three. If by these things you have not returned to me, but act with hostility. Uh, for me, that uh, it, the 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 return that that turn to me language mm-hmm. that that's the if the the instruction the discipline hasn't worked it's right. the same word right mm-hmm. uh, then I will judge you sevenfold uh, um, you will uh, you know you will not eat you will not be satisfied mm-hmm. verse twenty eight and I will judge you again sevenfold 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 so the discipline of the Lord if you don't respond then the discipline increases. And it's going to be multiplied sevenfold. Now, um, if you know the story, um, you jump forward in the story, and we, you know we say we're in Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Here's another mm-hmm. verse. So we we know David and Goliath story. Mm-hmm. We know Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, a future and hope, and all this. Yeah, we well, like that verse. Yeah, well, we don't <laughs> well, like the verse we don't right like before. The other one, no, that's right. Twenty nine one through ten yeah. is 
um, because you rebelled against the Lord, mm-hmm. the discipline of the Lord and uh, set forth in, in Leviticus 26 and Deuteronomy 28 is coming. Mm-hmm. And namely, specifically, um, 70 years. You're going to be kicked out of the land for 70 years because you didn't keep the Sabbath for 70, you know, 70 mm-hmm. Sabbaths. And so we're going to mm-hmm. kick you out and we're going to give the land the rest that it was supposed to get and it never got because you never kept the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. So 70 uh, years have been decreed uh, as judgment for you. And uh, and so uh, the 70 years was the discipline. It was the training of the child. At the end of that time, they were supposed to uh, repent and yeah. be restored. Turn back to the Lord. Yeah. Well, they didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so now we're in Daniel chapter 9, and Daniel says, I, you know, I was reading over there in Jeremiah 29, 1 through 10. You know, the, mm-hmm. those are the verses before the wonderful plan for your life. Right. Uh, and um, um, and so he's reading, and he's confessing his sins and the sins of the people. And, and uh, Gabriel, the messenger, comes and says, here's the problem, Daniel. Israel is not repented. And so 70 times 7. So, so 70 years was the judgment. And because you didn't respond to it, uh, now we're going to pour out judgment upon you sevenfold mm-hmm. for your sins. And so that sevenfold, uh, that, that informs uh, Daniel. It makes perfect sense. And so, so if we don't know Leviticus, two examples of this, if we don't know Leviticus, we really don't know, mm-hmm. uh, know the Bible. Well, one more. Turn over okay. to, to, to chapter uh, nineteen. I I, I love uh, this. This is this yeah. is just good. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and we you, you can find examples of this all the way through uh, the book of Leviticus. But uh, uh, but uh, nineteen one says, then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, "Speak to all the congregation of the sons of Israel and say to them, you shall be holy, for I am the Lord your God. Right? Mm-hmm. You shall be holy." Um, we we use that word so much. I don't think it means a whole lot to us, or or maybe we all conjure up our own definition or something mm-hmm. like that. But but you're to be holy. You're to be you're to be set apart. Um, you are to be set apart from the nations. You're to be different from the nations because you're my people, mm-hmm. and I'm different from any other god. That's right. And so so the instruction that the Lord gives to Israel. Uh, is because of who he is. Mm-hmm. You do this because I do this. Right. Uh, you care for the orphan and the widow because I care for the orphan and the widow. And so, uh, and, and so this. Uh, um, every one of you shall. This is in verse uh, verse three. Every one of you shall uh, f- fear his mother and his father, and you shall keep my Sabbaths. I am the Lord your God. Right. Yeah. <laughs> in other words, the reason why you do what you do is because I am who mm-hmm. I am. Mm-hmm. And you are who you are in relation to me. Yeah. And so if, if, if Israel was created to be a kingdom of priests, a holy nation, uh, to be image bearers, to care about what the Lord cares about, to do what's good and right in his eyes, mm-hmm. uh, then the reason why they are to do what they do is because the Lord is who he is. Mm-hmm. Now, I think this is, uh, gosh, this is huge for us today. Oh, absolutely. Uh, because... It, it still stands for us. The mm-hmm. reason why we are to do what we do is because the Lord is who he is. Mm-hmm. Now, if, if we mis, uh, misinterpret, misrepresent what God is like, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, God is love, right? You know, we hear, oh, God is love. Well, we better know exactly what it means uh, mm-hmm. when we talk about God's love, right? Because mm-hmm. God's love invo- involves discipline, 
uh, training a child. And, 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 and if we make God's love like us mm-hmm. or, or like our whatever definition, you know, uh, tolerant and, you know, like a, I don't know, a, a grandpa who always is fun and nice and, mm-hmm. and, you know, you sit man. on his lap. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, that's not the God of this Bible. That's right. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, and so, if we create God in our own image, and then all we're doing is is following ourselves, following our own desires. Now, mm-hmm. the reason why we're to do what we do is because the Lord is who He is, and we got to know who He is, mm-hmm. what His character is, so that we know what to do. Right. Right. So there's a direct relationship here. Here's an example: You shall not oppress your neighbor. Uh, you don't rob him. Uh, the wages of a higher man are not to remain with you all night until morning. I love that one, mm-hmm. right? Um, you shall not curse the deaf man, nor place a stumbling flock, uh, block before the blind, but you shall fear the Lord, your God, for I am the Lord. Mm-hmm. You shall do no injustice in judgment. You shall will not be partial to the poor, nor defer to the rich. You shall not be partial to the poor, nor defer to the rich or the great, but you are to judge your neighbor fairly. You don't go about as a slanderer among your people. Uh, You're not to act against the life of your neighbor, for I am the Lord. Uh, You shall not hate your fellow countrymen in your heart. You've heard it said, you shall Mm -hmm. not commit murder, but I say to you, you shall not hate your brother in your heart. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Jesus just quoted Leviticus. He's quoting... uh, um, he, you know, the Pharisees are quoting Exodus uh, 20, Deuteronomy, you know, you shall not uh, commit murder, command, mm-hmm. great command. Mm-hmm. But he says, no, 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 uh, you shall not hate your your brother, your neighbor in your heart. You shall surely repu- reprove your neighbor. Did you catch that? You will reprove your neighbor. Mm-hmm. Um, part of love is correction, care for, protection. If you see your brother doing something dumb, uh, if if you see a kid— your child running towards the street, what do you stop and pray for him? You go get them. Grab hold of them. <laughs> you run. You grab hold don't of walk them. and yeah. you grab them. Right. Why? Because you love them, right? Mm-hmm. You're looking out for them. And so because this is, because, you know, uh, the Lord cares for you, uh, you're to care for your children, uh, you're to care for the poor man. You, you don't think that, you know, there's no added value for being poor, nor for being rich. And so mm-hmm. you can see um, both of those errors in our culture today where some some folks say, well, you know, they're rich, they must be blessed by the Lord. And mm-hmm. and so they turn rich and wealth and blessing mm-hmm. into being something from the Lord. Or the other the other side says, well, you know, the poor see that, you know, blessed are the poor. And so, well, there it must be some kind of virtue in being poor. But the book of Deuteronomy says the Lord's not partial either one. Mm-hmm. Uh, judge it, uh, uh, James, in, in James chapter 2, this is exactly mm-hmm. what James is dealing with. The rich man walks in, the poor man walks in, and you're showing partiality one and not to the other. Uh, but you're, yep. it's not like you're supposed to favor the poor man over the rich. You know, it, it's just you're, you're to judge with righteous mm-hmm. judgment, which means you're to judge Fairly, just mm-hmm. as the Lord judges you, and uh, and when the Lord judges us, when the Lord evaluates us, uh, it's not pretty. No, we're right, far, and we're so lacking. we need mercy, and Tremendous so we mercy. give mercy. Why? Mm-hmm. 
because I am the Lord. The Lord's not impressed with a rich man walks in. Sure. He doesn't have anything that he needs <laughs> from the rich man. Mm-hmm. And the rich man has nothing to negotiate with. No, he doesn't. Right? We, we tend to think we do, right? If yeah. you do this for me, Lord, then I will do that. Yeah. That really is a massive misunderstanding of what the Lord is like. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the no negotiating. Yeah, that. there's no negotiating with mm-hmm. him because, frankly, what do you have that you didn't receive? Right. He, you know, everything you have, he gave it to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gave you the abilities, the, the uh, and so the mind, the all physical, of it, everything, right? Mm-hmm. right. Uh, and uh, so that you would represent him with it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but. He's in control of your next breath. You have nothing to negotiate with. Everything that you receive is because he's merciful, mm-hmm. compassionate, and slow to anger. And, and so because we've been given mercy, we give mercy, mercy to others. We mm-hmm. extend mercy to others. And so right. if we don't know what God is like, then we don't know what we're supposed to be like. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know what Christ was like. We don't know. Uh, and so the book of Leviticus, the book of Deuteronomy, um, it will help you understand the story. It will help you understand the character of God. You'll be able to evaluate Israel. And, and one of the ways that, that the storytellers tell you about how bad Israel is, is they just throw this in. He, they did this and they did this. You're going, oh, wait a second. That's a violation of the law. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a violation of the law. Oh, that's a violation of the law. Uh, and so the storytellers telling you they're just blowing it in every way possible. Mm-hmm. But if you don't know uh, the law, if you don't know that, you're not to eat the fat portion of the sacrifice, and you're thinking, well, you know, I, I kind of like my steak medium rare yeah. with a you know nice marbling. It's nice. Yeah. I like you know. Hey, that's not what they're saying, right? <laughs> <laughs> that that when Eli and his sons are eating the the fat portion, you're you're supposed to be as a reader going, you know, you pull out your hair, you go, no, what are you doing, mm-hmm. right? From the very beginning, the uh, from from chapter four of Genesis, the fat portion was set aside. It was holy unto the Lord. It was the placeholder for Christ. It was to be treated with regard. It was. What are you doing? Right, uh, and so if we don't know Leviticus, we'll miss this. Yeah. And so, so I would just uh, um, you know listen to Leviticus, um, um, read it. Uh, it's a you know let it play. You know, get mm-hmm. the Bible on audio. There's all kinds of websites out there, and let it play. And just let, and you'll be shocked mm-hmm. at how much is in Leviticus. You say, I know that verse. I've heard yeah. that. I know that. That's what Jesus was teaching. That's what Paul was saying. Yes. It's all the time. It's like, I can't believe I didn't know this. Hadn't seen, you know, it's because you're just skipping it, right? We're just skipping it. So, so much of what's happening in the rest of the Bible is dependent upon the law of Leviticus and Deuteronomy. So just uh, uh, would just exhort mm-hmm. our, our listeners to, to um, stop the podcast Mm-hmm. And listen to the Bible, right? Yeah. So it's, our, our words are to help you understand the Bible, but we want you in the Bible, listening mm-hmm. to the Bible, reading the Bible. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I think we also, or at least I have, as I'm reading through this, and our default is us, making about us. Yep. Uh, you, you said many times the reader is Israel. Yeah. The writer right. is Moses in these books, and he is... As God's representative, He's introducing them to this amazing God that delivered them. Yep, absolutely. And so I just want to remind our listeners of that. And if you, as I'm, you know, as a young man, as I was moving into the New Testament, and I'm looking at the old, and I'm, I'm trying to tie all this together. If you want to know this God, oh yeah, you, you yep. better better not miss this part. One of the ways that that the storytellers, 
the, the, the narrators of the Old Testament and the prophets uh, show you how compassionate and gracious mm-hmm. and slow to anger, merciful this God is, is if you know the law, you know how bad they're blowing it. Right. And you're just going, I, I love what my old buddy and mentor, Charlie Bagels, used to say. <laughs> he mm-hmm. read the Old Testament, he said, um, uh, and then he would talk about his own character, and he says, if I was God, I would have wiped me out a long time ago. And we would all laugh, and he'd say, don't laugh. I'd have wiped you out first. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> when you read the Old Testament and you see what Israel's doing and you see it in in full HD color, how bad they are blowing it. I mean, it's every verse. They're mm-hmm. just offense, offense, offense. And the Lord doesn't wipe them off the map immediately. Mm-hmm. Now you're starting to learn about how compassionate and gracious and slow to anger. And even after he expels them from the land, he's doing it because he's a loving father who's disciplining his children uh, with the intention of bringing them back. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's why Paul's going to say um, that there's nothing that can separate us. He's talking about you mm-hmm. know in, in chapter uh, uh, 8 of, uh, of Romans mm-hmm. and 9, 10, 11. He's talking about it. There's nothing that can separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, because this character of God mm-hmm. is just overwhelming. So if he's that way, for I am the Lord your God, you be that way. Mm-hmm. And it's powerful. Really well, I, I don't want to get in the weeds too much, but I'll never forget, when I was, as I was reading through Romans one time and going into chapter 9, 10, 11, um, it dawned on me the reality of how much he cares for Israel, how much he loves Israel. Oh, he's sure. chosen, And then for us to be the Gentiles sure, who don't know this God, yep. to be grafted in through faith, mm-hmm. it, the enormous gift of mercy to be the people outside of the nation of Israel, that he would even bring the gospel to us, sure. but with a purpose. Sure. So I, as a church, as a, and that's when I, I started watching the church and seeing how the church was responding to Israel or responding or elevating themselves. I'm going, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Read Romans. Go back and read Romans. Yeah, read Romans. Yeah. And, you know, just so anyway, I, I just, and, the magnitude and, of this mercy yeah. is so yeah. overwhelming. Yeah. And, so. and if the Lord disciplines those he loves, mm-hmm. all through the Old Testament, this, this is the word, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and the writer of Hebrews is going to uh, use this. The Jesus is going to talk about this. Paul's going to talk about this. Uh, then discipline and love go together. Right. Uh, and so if we are called to represent the character of God and called to love uh, one another and love our children, uh, then discipline goes with that. Mm-hmm. You know, we're looking out for one another, for what's best for them. And and so you, you'll see this all throughout Paul's writings, mm-hmm. that the, uh, that you care for one another, protect one another. If you see your brother sinning, you go get them, right? James right. is going to talk right. about this. Jesus is going to talk about this. Right. Because... Discipline and love go hand in hand, and right. and this is the character of God. So just huge stuff mm. that we can get it's from a Leviticus. Great book, yeah. great book. It really is. Well, David, thank you for today. Uh, it's exciting to walk through this story with you, and uh, appreciate what you're doing to help us see uh, the the story of God and see it unfold. Thank Absolutely. you so much. Thanks for listening to Teach Me the Bible podcast. Our desire is to use the power of God's word to change lives. For more information, download our app. Join us next week for another episode of Teach Me the Bible.